Welcome to my podcast, The Cross in the Desert, speaking hope and freedom to Iran. I'm your host, Randy L. Noble, and I want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy life to join me on The Cross in the Desert today. I want to speak to you about a dear Iranian Christian friend. Her name is Mary Fatima Mohammadi. I have the pleasure of being her friend. I have worked with her in her Christian activities on Instagram, in publishing stories. She is a young 21-year-old Christian convert living in one of the most dangerous places in the world to be a Christian. Number nine on the Open Doors Worldwide watch list, she lives in Iran. Recently, she was arrested, severely beaten, and imprisoned in Korchak Prison for her Christian activities. I want to read to you her story that will soon be published in my new book entitled Shout Freedom, The Desperate Cry of Iranians. This is the story of Mary Fatima Mohammadi. I refuse to keep silent in Iran. I am ready to return to prison if necessary in order to fight for the rights of Christians. Quote by Mary Fatima Mohammadi in an interview with Article 18 in December 2019, just a few weeks before her arrest. I can vividly remember the last message that I received from my Iranian friend Mary on her Telegram account just two days before her arrest. I had just finished dressing and was late to work, but I stopped for just a moment to read her message. It was a petition she wanted me to post on my Facebook protesting against the film on Netflix that portrayed Jesus as a homosexual. I smiled and nodded my head. That is my friend Mary, I mumbled to myself. She is so outspoken and dedicated. Right below the petition was a question. Randy, how do you feel and react about the death of Soleimani as a Christian? I was pleasantly surprised by Mary's thoughtful question. It had been just a few days since President Trump had given the order for a drone missile strike on the Jeep carrying Iran's top military general, which had instantly killed him. I carefully pondered Mary's question and then began texting her back, quote, I am happy for you and for all Iranians, Mary, that this terrorist can no longer kill people. However, I'm also saddened because even God does not take pleasure in the death of the wicked. He desires that all unbelievers repent because if not, he knows they will spend eternity in hell apart from Christ. This was the last message I had sent Mary. One week later, on January 16th, while browsing the internet, I came across a story from Article 18 that sent shockwaves through my whole body. The article explained that Mary Fatima Mohammadi had been arrested in a city square in Tehran on January 12th, during the time when thousands of Iranians were protesting the downing of the Ukrainian jetliner. It was unknown at that time where she had been taken. I dropped my cell phone in my lap and I bowed my head in prayer. A few minutes later, after composing myself, I quickly began sharing Mary's story on my Facebook pages requesting urgent prayer. 
I had become friends, good friends with Mary over a year ago through my Iranian friend Manoush. She shared her incredible story, and I knew when I heard it, I knew right away that that story had to be featured in our new book, Dear God, Please Bring Freedom to Iran. In 2017, at the age of 18, Mary converted from Islam to Christianity. In Iran, that is a very dangerous thing to do. Converts faced arrest, imprisonment, and sometimes even the death penalty. That is exactly what happened to Mary. She was arrested, interrogated, and put in Evan prison for six months. During that time, her interrogators psychologically abused her and tried to force her to recant her faith and return to Islam. Mary stood firm in her convictions and refused. After her release in May of 2018, Mary refused to keep silent about her faith. She began a ministry on her Instagram account entitled Campaign KHMA. The campaign was dedicated to religious freedom in Iran and featured videos and articles from Christians and human rights activists all over the world. For the next several months, Mary would send me articles for the campaign that had been translated from Persian into English, and she asked me to proof check all of the words for spelling. I happily agreed, knowing that her campaign was sending a powerful message to the world supporting Christians in Iran. I remember that during that Easter, I recorded a worship song at my church for her campaign. Mary wanted to feature Christian worship videos to her audience, showing the joy of true worship in churches that were free from arrest and imprisonment. Mary's campaign on Instagram truly challenged my Christian faith and my commitment to Christ. Her courage deeply touched my heart and reminded me not to take for granted for one second the freedom I have as a Christian to worship here in the West. In December 2019, for the second time in a year, Mary was expelled from university in Tehran. A few days later, she gave an interview to Article 18. Article 18 is a nonprofit organization based in London dedicated to the protection and promotion of religious freedom in Iran and advocating on the behalf of persecuted Christians. Mary was asked whether she believed her tweets supporting Christians may have led to her expulsion from university. Here's what Mary said, quote, of course, Mary declared, all the activities, statements, and any action taken by members of minority groups like Christians and activists, especially those living in Iran, is constantly monitored by the Islamic Republic. Any such activism could lead to being denied a right. And my recent tweets, well, they may have made the authorities even more determined. On the day of her arrest, Mary had been very busy on Twitter, tweeting support for Christians in prison in Iran and criticizing the government for misleading the people about their involvement in shooting down the Ukrainian jetliner. Shortly after tweeting, Mary disappeared. The security forces converged on the crowd of protesters in a city square and promptly arrested my dear friend. According to HRANA, which is a human rights activist news agency, in a story published on February 12, 2020, at the time of her arrest, Mary was severely beaten by male and female 
guards and agents and then transferred to Vizara Detention Center where she continued to be abused and physically assaulted. The beatings were so severe that the bruises on her body were visible for more than three weeks. Before her interrogation at Vizara, Mary was forced to sit outside in the bitter cold in front of toilets. Officers demanded that she answer 30 questions, but Mary refused until a lawyer was present. At the time of this podcast, HRANA, Human Rights Activist News Agency, published a report on the internet that Mary Fatima Mohammadi has been detained in Kwarchak Prison in the south of Tehran. Kwarchak Prison has a reputation of being hell on earth. It is one of the most dangerous and filthy women's prisons in Iran, housing more than 2,000 women with very limited access to showers, toilets, and decent food. It is a dangerous environment for rape, murder, and torture. Her bail has been set at 30 million tomans, which is equivalent to $2,500 in U.S. money, and her family has managed to raise that money. However, Mary's case has been transferred to a higher court, and with the 41st anniversary celebrations of the founding of the Islamic Republic taking place, it may be a long time before Mary is granted a temporary release from prison. I was devastated when I read where my dear friend Mary is being imprisoned at. Mary's whole life has inspired and challenged my Christian faith. Her heart's desire is for herself and all Christians in Iran to have the freedom to worship without fear of arrest and imprisonment. Reflecting on her courage and refusal to keep silent in one of the most dangerous places on earth to be a Christian causes me to ask all of us a very important question. Here's the question. Where is your church? Is it safely inside four walls and padded pews? Or is your church, quote, outside of the box among the broken and helpless where it is dangerous, risky, and inconvenient? The church in the West is far too insulated from the real world. We are safe, protected, and in some cases, spoon-fed pep talk sermons that are guaranteed to get us out on time for the start of a major sporting event on Sunday. In contrast, Mary's church is located on the cold, dark, broken, concrete floors of a disease-infested prison filled with drug dealers and prostitutes. A prison that has a reputation of beating and torturing and even raping its prisoners. For the last several weeks, I have been fervently praying that God would protect and strengthen my dear friend and give her boldness to be a light in the darkness of Korchak prison. Later this week, I was overwhelmed with joy when I watched in a video President Donald Trump mentioned Mary's case in captivity during the 68th annual National Prayer Breakfast in Washington, D.C. Here's what President Trump said, quote, Weeks ago, a 21-year-old woman who goes by the name of Mary was seized and imprisoned in Iran because she converted to Christianity and shared the gospel with others. Mary's incredible story has reached the White House and President Trump, who is, by the way, 
a strong voice and supporter of the Iranian people. If it was possible to talk face to face with my dear Iranian friend Mary, this is exactly what I would say to her. Mary, I am so inspired and proud of your incredible courage. This government is very afraid of you. They arrested you because they're afraid of you, Mary. They're afraid of who you are and what you represent. You represent Christ, and this government fears Christianity. Islam is dying inside of Iran, while Christianity is growing by leaps and bounds. They're afraid of you, Mary, because you are a woman, and a woman is leading the masses of Iranians to find their hope in Jesus instead of Muhammad. Don't give up the fight, Mary. They will never stop or destroy you. Jesus will never leave or forsake you. He has promised that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church, and your mission is guaranteed to succeed. Your prayer for Iranians to have the freedom to worship will most certainly one day come true. Soon after being elected president of Iran in 2005, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad publicly pledged to the Iranians as president then. He said, quote, I will stop Christianity in this country. Since that public speech, millions of Iranians have converted to Christianity and are secretly meeting in house churches, unafraid and unashamed to be called by the name of Christ. The fastest growing church in the world is the underground church in Iran. In her last interview, before her arrest, Mary said, quote, I hope one day all Christians in Iran will be able to have a place to praise God without security guards. Mary, I promise to support you, speak for you, and pray for you to see your vision of a free Iran come true. And I ask all of those listening to this podcast, please share this podcast with your friends. Please pray for my dear Iranian friend. It is in the most dangerous prison in the world. Her life is at stake, but she stands strong for Jesus. Please support her and all Christians with prayer in Iran. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, The Cross in the Desert. Have a great week.